Transgender, you're a transgender. Okay, Cotto, are you a Xbox 360 with a PlayStation Core? You are. Okay. How in the fuck does a three-year-old identify as a woman? And my son is three, and he identifies. Let's see this, Cotto. Are you an omelet? As a fucking egg omelet. Answer that. Does he have a point? We talk about this and more and so about yesterday. What's going on, you guys? This is Chance from So About Yesterday. And I'm all the way in Texas right now recording this. And I'm with my amazing hosts, Sarah and Jonathan. How are you guys doing today? Hey. What's going on? How was your week? Anything new? Good. Uh, My birthday's tomorrow, actually today while you're listening to this. Oh, wow. Happy birthday. Should we sing happy birthday to her? No. Happy birthday to you. Let's let's put in like uh, applause in there. Yeah. Yay. Okay. I'm a 31 year old lady. Man, you're old as fuck. Man. Like you're just old. Someone at work the other day, we were having like a <laughs> 90s party, and he was like, "This is what I'm gonna wear." And he looked to like me and to uh, my oh, coworkers who are also in the same age, and he goes, "You guys would understand. You you were around then." No, yeah, that's like, funny. Fuck you. No, I just went to a 90s like, birthday okay. party. I actually attended a 90s birthday party for my one of my new cousins, and that was pretty cool. She new had like cousin. Yeah, I got married, and then my wife's cousin is my cousin. Is it? It doesn't work out that way. Anyway, it was a dope 90s party. <laughs> um, I felt a little dated. Is that um, how it was? Yeah, I was kind of dressed like Tommy from Power. I was like wearing like a jean, like a mm. like a jean shirt and jean. It was just, it was crazy. Tommy from Power. So you was a white. Yeah, I just, I had, the, I had my Jesus piece on. I had my little. Uh, you'll see. Uh, we'll we'll post a picture up on social media. It was very like. I was M&M. just like, what the fuck is going on? I don't wear. I look like a straight up gangster. Oh man. Minus the gang stuff. But anyway. So you are um, a white gangster for a 90s birthday party. That's what you say. I swear to you, I, the only person I could think of that dressed up like that is Tommy. <laughs> I'm like, there's no other person that I have seen that dresses up the way that I dressed up. So uh, speaking of dressing up, um, Jonathan. What's up? I guess he matches that because I'm always wearing a robe. Like when he's I'm fucking Macaulay Culkin from like home. <laughs> oh no, I think a Hugh Hefner. 
Oh, thank yeah. you. Put some oh, respect on my name. That's so disrespectful to oh. you, Hefner. What? May he rest in peace. R.I.P. Do you remember when he was like dying and he was selling off the Playboy Mansion? And one of the things was you have to take care of him like while he's in the house. So you can buy the mansion, but he could still live in the what? house. Yeah. That was a thing? Yeah, that, that was a stipulation. That you might spend a couple million dollars on this mansion, but keep in mind, I'm going to be upstairs. <laughs> and yeah. Wow. You're going to have to pay the nope. Pied Piper. Nope. I mean, uh, doesn't he already have enough people to take care of him? And by people, I mean women with big boobs. Well, if you read any of the stories, um, yay and nay and money got dry, just like any business. But anyway, neither here nor there. So tell us about your week, Jonathan. We're <laughs> reeling us back. Yeah, back to uh, yeah. I have a headache. Uh, I'm sorry that I got on here late because uh, it looks like Chance is a little butthurt about it. Um, other than that, my week has been good. Um, or not good. I don't know. Just been thinking about stuff from uh, so, so. the beginning of my change, my transformation from JR to Jonathan. So I've just been a little bit down, but not down. So, like, I'm trying to push through it. I'm just trying to push through it. I'm thinking about. I'm just thinking about something that I, I miss, and that's it. Yeah. You know. What will be, will be. But but speaking of transformation. Uh, that's what actually today's episode is going to be all about is understanding is can someone be aware of transformation and to kind of be more specific can someone be aware of their transformation at a very young age Uh, to kind of be fair in the situation uh, in December of last year Dwayne Wade said nothing changes my love nothing changes with my responsibilities is what he said uh, as a public statement in regards to his son um, that it has identified as a female. Now, the video that you heard uh, in the beginning of this episode was basically like a rebuttal uh, that a father put together to try to bring everything to light. You know, when we're young, we're not allowed to smoke cigarettes, we're not allowed to gamble, we're not allowed to go in the military, we're not allowed to rent a rental car. Uh, because the idea is, is that when you're at a certain age, you, have, you only have a certain capacity to think a certain way. But when it comes to sexuality, and I identify as of a straight male, I don't want to speak on behalf of those who live the LGBT lifestyle. Um, but from what was explained to me is that the same way they knew that um, the same way that I know that I like girls or the same way I know that. I like chicken nuggets is the same way they know that they like the same sex or they like a certain thing they like. And I thought within that conversation, chicken nuggets and sexuality is probably a really bad thing to compare. Uh, But all in all, I just wanted to talk to my panel and my team and get a better understanding of what do you think? Do you think that father in the video uh, was correct when he asked his three-year-old son, hey, are you like an ice cream cone? Yeah. Hey. Hey, are you uh, are you a duck? Yeah, but he didn't know what he was saying. So, do you think that the father was making a mockery of this whole transgendered situation with Dwayne Wade's son, or do you think that he actually has a point? Please. I think, I think it's just he's just making an observation and showing people that like maybe children at that age can't make a full decision on it. Like they 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 don't fully understand and comprehend of where what who they are or where they're going to be or what they want to be truly 
And I, I think it's not a mockery of it. It's just an understanding and seeing that, like, if he associates with all these other things that has nothing to do with that sexuality or it has nothing to do with that, um, like, how can he make that that conscious decision of what he wants to be or what she wants to be? And it's just mind blowing to me that we're we're just saying that to okay. And I'm 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 not. I'm not frowning upon it. it. Like I feel as though maybe he's doing it for the simple fact that, like, right now in the world, like uh, you have to be understanding to all these 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 needs and and wants of sexuality or where, where who you want to be. You know what I mean? Like, I think he's he's approaching it in the in the favor of like I don't want to lose out on maybe the endorsements and stuff like that if this was to come out that I don't agree with this. I think it's he's he's just going with the norm that which is the norm right now for everybody. Like uh I, I believe in schools I was just told that um a teacher from second grade and on cannot associate and they had a conference about that. They can't associate a child as a him or her right now. So it's second grade. What 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 age are you? Me? Uh, yeah, in six. general. Six or something like that. So Maybe. I cannot, I cannot tell this. I can't say, hey, little girl, go and hang out over there. Or, you know what I mean? Hang out with the other girls over there. Because I cannot associate. And I, the teachers are not allowed to associate them with a gender. At that age. That is, it's becoming so norm and serious. I think that's good, though. Is it? Yeah. Or, like it leaves it. Why are you splitting children up? But I mean, yes, it's good to know what the difference is. The difference is, but I can see where they don't want to. Um, they don't want to break people into different genders um, by all the girls on this side, all the boys on this side. Like well, it's not a, it's a very... but just saying, like, oh, with the rest of the girls right there. If the girls are over there, but I can't even say. I can only say they. Or them, I can't say him, her. That's. I mean, that, you could. That, I guess that's you what could. Is, that, that's what's explained to the teachers. You're looking at it um, in in the way that like you're not allowed to use a particular pronoun. I think I'm looking at it more in the way that um, I think taking those particular. Um, I don't know. How, I don't know what to call it. Like uh, those. Um, you're putting them into like groups so like if you, you're you're separating children into a different like class or different group uh based upon a gender and a lot of the times like when teachers do that like maybe i'm friends with more of the guys or maybe like some of the girls or just because i'm a girl doesn't mean that i like i i'm friends with all of those girls in that group or those particular you know kids um i think like i i see where you're come like you're both coming from in the sense that like kids don't necessarily have the full capacity sometimes or the maturity at a certain age to decide one way or the other I think um, in the sense of like should kids be able to deem their sexuality at a younger age I think yes I don't think kids should be just like anything else I don't think they should be allowed to change their body at anything under 18 like so I don't think a 16 year old girl should get breast implants 
I don't think that a 12-year-old boy should be able to uh, get a sex change um, surgically I, uh, or even take estrogen because you still need to let your body grow as it's growing and then you can deviate from there when you're older and have that decide to change. But I think that as a child, you should be able to say, this is how I feel. A lot of um, bad things come from repression. Um, when you're telling someone that they can't feel the feelings that they have, if they're growing up as a boy, but they identify as a woman or vice versa, or maybe they actually have a chemically uh, different imbalance of chromosomes or um, body uh, like um, sexual organs that make them feel one way or the other. And it's, I mean, there's a lot of interesting uh, information on even like the Kinsey scale. So you might not necessarily, maybe you identify as straight, but you could be a little bit bi, or maybe you identify as gay, but you really enjoy the company of women. Like sometimes it just, it, just, it depends on a, a large scale. And I don't think that like, us trying to put a label uh, socially, like boys like the color blue and girls like the color pink, makes children, it's just putting them in a box. And I think you should let them be able to you, you experience think, at a younger age. You think that at that younger age that they can make that decision? Because they do not understand the repercussions of the the, the decision that they make at that point. That <clears throat> not may, all of them. may ripple through the rest of their lives. That, that, if a that, kid thinks he's a fucking pineapple, then yeah, he's probably not mature enough to answer all of those questions. But do you guys I've met believe, some kids yeah. that are 10 and would definitely be able to talk about that stuff. Right, but do you believe that there are certain children out there who have a better intuition about themselves and the world than other adults? Perfect example, if you were to bring a baby in front of a person that has like bad vibes, a baby would cry because they have that kind of intuition right. like, yo, something's not right. But then yeah, you have adults. other people that'll <laughs> surround, yeah, you have other people, adults, uh, that are very capable of, you know, old enough to drive a rental car and drink alcohol don't really have either maturity or the the willingness to kind of listen to their instincts. So do you feel that this is more applicable in the whole sexuality? Like when I was young, I knew that I loved, you know, women. I, 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 that, that was my thing. You know, I didn't have to argue with anyone about it. I just knew that I felt a certain way when I looked at women, you know. And then in the, my earlier formative years, of course, like any young boy, you know, I got a hold of like nudie magazines, like Playboy and all that good stuff. And, you know, snuck and uh, watched like Cinemax in the middle of the, you know, anyway, the, <laughs> yeah, I, lived in a, I was very privileged. I had Cinemax and a lot of people can afford that. But You didn't have to watch the, the scrambled boobs that were like, right, a <laughs> right. but I think the point is that we don't, a lot of times don't give kids a lot of credit. You know, because which you know, I, I mean, who, kids yeah. understand a lot more than we think. So, do you think that enables and justifies their way of thinking when it comes to identifying as a certain gender, in addition to identifying what they like? The same yeah, way they identify. I identify like, well, just as the same you would identify in anything. Right. I identified as liking Green Day when I was younger and like Jay-Z and like different types of music. I identified as like, I was very emo, like in my first years of college. Like I wore like skinny tight black jeans and like, 
uh, dyed my hair black underneath, like, and wore <laughs> mascara that made me look like a raccoon. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, wh- why? So you look back on that stuff and you're, but, so it's not just, But look like, what you just said. Out. We all have, yes. You get what I'm saying? Like, look what you but, just said. Like, but you, you I was allowed back. to try that. And that's that, why I'm saying it, not, shouldn't, it shouldn't be something that you can't Nobody's saying they can't, they can't try it. But to, to, to make them believe, and not not believe, you're not making but, them believe anything. But you're giving them this unlimited structure of ch- no choice, choice. Like, like all these choices that you can't have, and like I just feel like it's too much. When you give, like if you don't give some structure in certain things, or you don't say, this is what you, this is who you are right now. Like yes, if you choose to feel some type of other way, okay. But like I think Why? they're what. Why are you allowed to let kids have structure on, or like, so not structure in terms of like reprimanding, structure in terms of like, you're Just, not going to go out of the house in this, you know, yeah. these short shorts. Like, but you're letting kids choose what their favorite color is. You're letting cho- kids choose like what type of glasses they want to wear. Those are not kind of affecting like the rest of their life. Because here's the thing you're going to go. It does a little bit. You, you think you're telling me that if I allow my child, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm just, I'm looking at it as like how I would see things in school right now, how bullying is and everything like that. So I allow my son to believe that, and if that's what he associates with as a woman, and my son grows up and, and says, I, I believe, I feel like I'm a woman and stuff like that, that means he's going to go through the pressure. And I go, all right, that's what you believe. I, I'm not going to hold him back from that, but I just need him to understand that. Like some of the things that you're gonna have to go through and the tribulations that you, it's gonna be difficult. And that's for you. a valid point. It's gonna be. I'm, I'm not saying hide who you are. I'm just saying you don't need to be so some, openly about it. And and here's another thing. I don't think that we we put it in. I think it's force fed to these kids now that they can just be whatever they want to be and they're so openly sexual and, and stuff like that. I think they're but, raising, they're, they're growing up too fast and not enjoying to be a child that where there's carefree. You get openly what I'm saying? sexual or are we letting them choose what they want? I think I, when, when you think about like. Because oh, we've been repressed since the 50s. Hmm? I just, I just think that it's better to give people choices. I don't think, I think repression is not good. I think other countries have way more of an open scale on like sex and being able to talk about things. I think that kids should be able to choose. And it's, that's, I, I have difficulty in saying that kids have more of an option now and can, no one chooses to be gay. No one chooses to feel like a woman instead of a man. So I feel like even if someone was, let's say, and by someone like a 10 year old child, like I want to be a girl and they, they don't truly feel like that, but they're just doing that because they're a child and seeking attention. First of all, there's something else wrong if they're seeking attention in that manner. Second off, I think that they're trying to, um, do something that they're not going to last in. So it's not something that's going to be forever. And, and that's kids what's are still scary. Gonna get bullied anyways. Yeah. I got bullied it, for being fat. And it's just for scary. reasons that didn't even make yeah. sense. But it's just scary straight. to me that if I allow my child to do that and go down that 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 road of I, not too sure, and I don't fully explain to them what may what may happen, 
that he doesn't want to look back, like you said, like, what was I thinking? You get what I'm saying? We've I all just, got that, though. Uh-huh. You probably wore, like, Jenko jeans or some shit when, like... Of course. There's, but some, there's some fads that, like... But those things but aren't you, fads. you just said a fad. You, those you things aren't fads, though. If you're choosing to be... If you are... Not, and not choosing. Choosing is the wrong word. Choosing is the wrong word in that sense because you're not choosing Absolutely. to be gay. You're not choosing to be a different gender. That's how you feel. So it's I don't think it's a fad. I think what? that you're 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 allowing someone to be what they want to be. And if we chose certain fads in the past that we wanted to like wear or look like or whatever, we are expressing ourselves uh-huh. and expressing ourselves is what these kids are trying to do. So they express themselves and they learn that like, you know, I express I tried that out. And I wasn't really feeling it. You can, it's not forever on your life. I mean, yeah. And I find that this new generation is a lot more understanding. There's always going to be bullies, but the new generation of kids are very understanding of each other's sexuality. So maybe it's not going to be such a thing as 20 years down the line goes. Okay. Right. And I'm so glad you said that. Um, are you guys familiar with uh, an artist named Kim Petrus? Kim Petros. No. Uh, she sang a song like My Heart to Break. Anyway, we'll leave a link at the bottom. We'll, we will leave a link, hello, in the show notes uh, at the bottom. But she's a world-famous pop star. She's uh, written for Charlie XX, XCI, uh, Boom, Pop, Making... Anyway, we'll, we'll leave the link. Very talented artist. Oh, I know who you're talking about. And essentially, I'm going to read you this excerpt from the very lovely Wikipedia because uh, I'm doing everything last minute. But let me just give you a rundown about this amazing pop star. Kim Petras, or Kim Petras, was born in Cologne, Germany. While she was assigned male at birth, Petras' parents have said that from the age of two, she began insisting she was a girl. After it became apparent that this was not just a phase, her parents sought professional help and eventually found uh, Bernard Mayenberg at Frankfurt University who is the head of a clinic for children and studied transsexuality since 1970. So like you guys are saying, phases. Let's continue. In 2006, Petrus, then aged 13 years old, made an appearance on national television. um, And she basically talked about her gender transition at the Endocrinology Center, Center of Hamburg. Um, fast forward, at age 14, Petrus appeared in a documentary and a talk show in a push to get permission for early gender confirmation surgery at age 16 before the minimum age of 18 in Germany. Um, these appearances resulted in international media coverage of her transition at age 12, describing her as the world's youngest transsexual. Now, for someone with gender... Um, gender transform gender dysphoria um, and talking about all these side effects this is a girl a, a person who was born a boy transitioned into a girl at the age of 12 and not 18 and now is making more money than me and you will probably ever make and when you hear their music sounds straight up like a girl I yeah. would have never known in a trillion years but for some some amazing miraculous way they're able to make it work so do you feel I like... Mean, I know who you're talking about, too. Yeah. 
and, and she's really talented. Love the music. I absolutely love the music. But do you feel that with proof in the pudding, that there is somebody who can say, this is who I, this is, I'm not a boy, I'm a girl, and they embrace who they are. I mean, this sounds really kind of stupid, but that they're, they're competent enough to make other healthier decisions. I think the idea is, wow, this kid wants to be, this boy wants to be a girl. So if this kid wants to be a girl, maybe they have some emotional issues. Maybe they have some abuse in their household. Maybe there's something that's going on. And if they have mental health issues, maybe if they're thinking like this, they won't be able to make good decisions for their future. When we have proof in the pudding that someone on a grand stage, on a global stage, at a very young age can change their body parts, still know what they're doing and still make it work for them in that other gender without kind of being made fun of. Because when you think of Kim Precious, you don't think of, well, I don't think about her transsexuality. I just think of a very talented woman. And then when I saw this blurb on Apple, uh, on Apple Music, I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting Snapple fact. Still dope music. (laughs) Snapple. (laughs) You know? So just, do you feel like this is just, like you said, this is this is one of those things where we're kind of have to let go, let God, and let this thing play out. Because may I mind you, I feel like this whole saying, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take it there. But remember, there was a time where people thought saying, oh, colored, was an appropriate way to identify African Americans. But now we kind of said, nah, that's not how you should address people of color. You don't call us colored. You can call us African Americans. You can say like black. Oriental for Asians. Or, right, right. Yeah. So it's just like the political correctness. You know, and I think at yeah. the end of the day, as long as no one is getting hurt and as long as you are honest with your child, and I think as long as you and educate yourself and educate them, then I think that'll open up a lot of doors for a lot of great opportunities. Because kids, as we know, will be spiteful and do stuff just to do stuff. True. So if you, because I, little Boosie's child, uh, little Boosie's uh, child was just kind of going off on uh, Instagram stories saying, yeah, you know, I'm going to mess up anybody who talks bad about my dad, da, da, da. Could you imagine if little Boosie's child, man, mind you, if you guys don't know what's going on, little Boosie has been very, uh, is that who it is, little Boosie? Yep. He's been very vocal on his disgust with a father allowing his child to choose their gender. Uh, and my thing is, is that wouldn't it be crazy if Lil Boosie's son was kind of gay too, or he kind of identified, and maybe he feels like he has to play the part because he says, well, damn, this is how my dad treats someone that he doesn't even know. Could you imagine? And then maybe he would be fucked up in that down the line. You know what I mean? So do you think, I mean, we know because straight up, if you're honest with your child, then kids would appreciate that. But do you think it takes more than education of oneself and educating yourself with your child to make sure that they are okay with identifying as another gender? Do you, I mean, what do you think it takes to get people comfortable in the household with allowing their child to be a different gender? Like, what, what, what do you think it would take? It suggests you just someone- need to be open-minded. Like, for me, I, I sound like I'm probably stuck in, like, older right. ways. Um, but I just, I'm more concerned about how, like, everything's going to affect my child. When I have a child, I want to make sure that they they fully comprehend whatever 
whatever decisions that you do make, like this can change the way you live for the rest of your life. And I just want you to know, no matter what, I'm going to be there, but I just want to let you know, it may be hard. It may be a hard road. And like, it, it doesn't matter what you choose, but I just want you to know, like I, I fully understand this is what you want to do, but I just want you to understand like the repercussions of it. For me, it's not going to bother me. But for you, are you going to be able to withhold all the, the, the stuff that you're going to see? Just like you said, like how African-Americans wasn't, it, it just sounded weird for them to hear them to be colored or a different, you know, ways that they were called. Now, just imagine what you're, what you're going to be walking down and people know who you are and you decide to like change up who you who you are with their used to seeing that there's gonna be some scrutiny you're gonna have to deal with. I'll be there for you, but are you willing to go? And like, I want you to understand, like, it's going to be hard. I'm gonna be there for you no matter what, but I want you to be strong enough to, you know, go through this storm, mm-hmm. you know, so. Sarah? Agreed. I mean, I, I get that too from like my- I'm just scared. Even my parents. It's just a scary thing just, for me. Yeah. They don't want you to, struggle they don't want like difficulty for you but they also know that as an adult you have to make your own decisions so like it is harder especially when they are children and they're making those life decisions but that's the things i mean people don't make a decision like that lightly and it's it's something that you just kind of have to um, be open to. And just making sure that, like, if you have a good relationship with your child and you're open with them and not saying that, like, you're their best friend, you're still their parent, but, like, that they know that they can talk to you or you're going to be open about something, like, that's that's what's important. It's just keeping up that dialogue and yeah. just being open-minded having open arms like any parent yeah. should and it should be complete honesty with each other like if you like i always want to let my child know like if you feel any type of way just say it to me like be able to talk to me and i know it's easier said than done because obviously we wasn't able to do that with our parents all the time mm-hmm. but like i i want to be able to have that that open communication like to so that Obviously, Dwayne Wade has that with his child. You know what I mean? To be able to have that conversation. And there has to be a long conversation to like, this right. is what we're going to go on national TV. We're going to be saying this. Like, understand everything that's going to be said on you on social media and everything like that. So, like, I'm guessing the conversation, whatever conversation Dwayne Wade had with the whole family before making this decision is that, like, I, I want to be able to have that impact on my child to be able to have that that deep conversation like that there has to there, there, there had to be something and support. said there and support that's there because everybody has to be online online so his wife gabriel union is gabriel union right right mm-hmm. yeah oh really yeah i didn't um, know that um love her like they both that aligned was- with it what their child was going with and i was like that's that's strong for the full family to be aligned with that and that's good but i just i wish i knew the conversation that was said before that it came out in the open like that you know what i mean absolutely absolutely so before we let go do you guys have 
Any more final thoughts before we just kind of go? Just uh, for me, at the end of the day, like I don't, <laughs> it's not that I don't care the choices that a child makes or if my child would have to make. I just, like any parent or parents that are out there right now, like you want the best for your child and you don't want them to struggle. You don't want them to see like any pain, but just understand I'm saying this now because like I'm reflecting on what Sarah said and we're talking about it's just maybe they have to go through those trials to become stronger. And like we talked about in past episodes, like things are, are, are maybe soft on kids or people too soft on kids. And maybe like this, this stance that they're taking and they're willing to go through with it to make them a, a stronger person and open minded, more open minded than you were ever been or if I was ever so just be understanding to those things like we want them to be strong but sometimes we we can't hold them from all the the heartache that's out there all the stuff that may happen so like maybe they need to learn those things to become a stronger person if they do it at a younger age I just I can imagine like how they would see things I think for me it's uh just thinking about how fantastic and how lucky kids are that they can be open about that stuff now um how you can you know being like a 15 year old and say hey like to your parents like i'm by like you you have the ability to open yourself up it's and just societal wise like it's becoming more <clears throat> i guess not prevalent but um more comfortable with the fact that you can say how you feel be it to your parents or to people that you know and there you for me like you you can't uh, you couldn't pay me enough to be a teenager nowadays there are so many things that teenagers have to go through and it's all online you have the internet you have like if I was a teenager now I could be bullied like seven different ways to Sunday so like back then I was just bullied on instant messenger like ooh so I mean they, they have the good and the bad with it. So I think that you're right. The kids are growing up a lot quicker and they do have a lot more to balance um, in their life. But if they are open like they are and they're accepting as they are, I think that'll make things a lot easier, um, even if other things are hard. So I think that, you know, we, we kind of have to like look at it on a larger spectrum of how kids grow up nowadays because we just, I guess we just don't understand it, but we should, you know, hold them to a respect that they do know what they're doing. Um, and it's, it's something that they're going to have to go through and they're going to have to figure out even if they don't. Absolutely. And with that said, as Oscar Wilde said, be yourself because everyone else is taken. My name is Chance. I'm Sarah. And Jonathan. And you've listened to So About Yesterday. Until next week, we'll see you soon. And uh, stay tuned because we have a little something special, special in store for you. Uh, being released either tomorrow or later on today after you hear this. Cue that music. Oof. All right. Hey everyone, if you want to know why Chance is always in the doghouse, please subscribe to my favorite podcast every Thursday. Hey Sarah, love you girl. Jonathan, I'm watching you.